So today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit in, in, in about that, and we're going to look at the book of Joshua. So today, my, my heart is to allow you, by the end of this, to see that where you are right now is not where God wants you to be, okay? And even though you've seen things of the past, but your future is not really dependent on the things that you've seen in the past and experienced, because God is always doing something new. Look at the book of Joshua chapter 1. Go with me to chapter, chapter 1. And can we all, if you're able to stand, I'd like for us to stand and read this together. We only have four verses, so i just like for you to read uh, out of Joshua chapter 1, verse 5 through 9. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. This is, uh, this is what God was telling Joshua. As I was with Moses, so will I be with you. I would not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to the fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses my servant commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage? Be not afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you, wherever you go. I want to talk to you on the subject of same but different. Look at your neighbor. Same but different. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is powerful. It is everlasting. Heaven and earth may pass away, but your word is eternal. Lord, we ask that you would anoint our minds, that we may understand our ears, that we may hear our heart, we may receive. Bless your word. Let it become rhema. Let your people see past me and at the cross. For only in your presence, only at the foot of the cross, does a man's life can be changed. Because only you, O oh God, can change a man or a woman into the image that you have created us to be like you. We thank you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Here we see that uh, Joshua now is an old man. He had been uh, Moses' uh, uh, right-hand man for 40 years, wandering around in the wilderness. You know, and here Moses dies, and uh, Joshua was going to take over. He was going to be the next leader. It wasn't uh, uh, anyone else. It was going to be Joshua. You know what the name Joshua means? It means Jehovah is salvation. Wow! That means that from Moses, the word Moses means to be drawn out because Moses was drawn out of the river, of the Nile, uh, and, and, and that he lived with the Egyptians uh, for 40 years. Okay, can I give you a little revelation about something that God really uh, showed me? I used to uh, think, and I hear preachers say it all the time, remember in the book of Exodus when uh, Moses was looking at sheep? looking after sheep, remember that? And he, he came upon the burning bush and it didn't consume, remember that? And then God told Moses, Moses, you got to go back to Egypt because my people have been crying out to me and I need to send them a savior, remember all that? And Moses said all these excuses, remember? 
And one of the things that when I read, God told me, uh, one of the excuses that Moses had was, Lord, I am a man slow of tongue. Remember that? And, and preachers would say, um, man, Moses had a stuttering problem. Okay, I used to preach like that. Oh, he had a stuttering problem, remember? Because he was slow of tongue. Now, you know what? The whole, one day I was reading that scripture. I want to help you. It messed me up. And I said, Lord, what does this mean? He had a stuttering problem? And he, and he said, no. And then Aaron would be your mouthpiece. So one day I was reading that, and the next morning I had to preach. And uh, I was preaching in English, and I was being translated into another language, which was my own native tongue, which I can't preach very well, even though I could speak it, which is Vietnamese. And the Holy Spirit whispered to me, he said, the reason why Moses was slow of tongue is even though his blood was Hebrew, but his mind and his first language is Egyptian. That's why when he says, God, when you send me back to the Hebrews, I am slow of tongue. When I first went back to speak to my own people, which is Vietnamese people, I was slow of tongue. They made fun of me. He said, you speak like a little kid. I said, I know, because I think in English, and you guys think in Vietnamese, but I think in English. And so God gave Aaron, the, uh, uh, Moses, a mouthpiece, which was Aaron, who became his interpreter. See, even though his blood was uh, Hebrew, but his culture and his mind and his thinking was Egyptian. And so his first language was Egyptian. And so when he, God called him back to the Hebrew or the Israelites, he said, Lord, I'm slow of tongue. I can't speak their language like I need to and to share your oracles. And so this was the, I know this is a whole different thing. You know how I am. So, uh, so here, fast forward, at 80 years old, God calls Moses and he goes through. And for 40 years, they're walking around the wilderness. And Joshua is with Moses for these 40 years. When we get to Joshua chapter 1. Moses dies, and here the children of Israel are looking at the promised land, and they're standing on this side of Jordan, and they're looking at what God has promised, and everything Joshua has known, his mentor, everything that God has known, uh, or Joshua has known God to move, he did it through Moses. Listen to me. He did it through Moses. He didn't do it through Joshua. But here, Joshua was the one that God spoke to. He says the key phrase, as I was with Moses, I shall be with you. As I was with Moses, I was going to, I'm going to be with you. But everything about Joshua, he sees his mentor Moses. He, and, and, and yet, there are things that are the same, but there are things that are different. You know what the book of Hebrews says, uh, chapter 13, it says that Jesus Christ is the same today, or same yesterday, today, and forever. Brother and sister, I want to tell you like this. Even though God doesn't change, but his method does. That's why what Joshua saw in Moses, and God done things through Moses, he did not do the same thing through Joshua. When 
the children of Israel were leaving Egypt. They were standing at the Red Sea. Listen to me. They had to cross the Red Sea. And God says, Moses, why are you afraid? What is in your hand? He said, my staff. He said, lift it up. And Moses lifted up the staff. Listen. And the Red Sea parted. But when, but when Joshua was at the Jordan River, he didn't have a staff. And the Bible says that the Jordan River was during the time of harvest, so it was overflowing. And the children of Israel couldn't walk across it. And God never told Joshua, raise up your sword, raise up your staff, or, or do anything. He didn't say, speak to them. He said, and he tell the priest to take the Ark of the Covenant. The moment they get into the water, the, the water will part. It's the same God, but the different method. There are things in our life that we look back on and say, God, I remember when you did it like that. I know, but God is doing a new thing. Will you not know it? There are things in our life that we want God to move a certain way because that's our experience. He is the same God, but he is different in his method for this generation. Joshua or the priest had to get into the water before the water parted, but yet Moses stood on the bank and said, hey, Red Sea, move. You know what the Bible says, though, really? It says that God, with the blast of God's nostrils, the Red Sea parted. You know what that means? God sneezed and the Red Sea moved. That's what he said. With the blast of his nostrils, the Red Sea parted. He sneezed, boom. But yet Joshua had to get, the priest had to touch the water with their own feet. Brothers and sisters, there are times that you and I have to get into certain things before things begin to move. There are things in your life that you're not getting it because you're not getting involved enough into it. See, that's why there are the things are the same is because you keep thinking that God is going to do it the same way. He is the same God, but he is a different method. Because every generation has to have a different method within God. One of the things that God said to, to Joshua, and he emphasized it, in just four verses, he says it again. He says, be strong and be of good courage. And then he says it in verse 9, be strong and of good courage. Wow. And then he says it again in verse 7, be strong and very courageous. He keeps telling him, be strong. Be courageous. Be strong. Have courage. Be strong and be courageous. Why does he keep reminding this young man? He's not young anymore. Why does he keep reminding this old man named Joshua? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. It's because oftentimes in our life, when we don't see God move the way he does, we lose and we get fearful and we are not as courageous. Because when God said, walk across the Jordan, he said, the Jordan is flooded, Lord. And he said, would you raise a staff like you did with Moses? And no, you got to put your foot in it. Some of you, the things are not changing because you're not willing to put your foot in it. Oh, prophetically, I'm speaking to you, somebody. Because you say, oh, pastor, I don't want to get involved. That's why the things are still the same. That's why he says this. 
be strong, be courageous, and do it. Last week I spoke on strength, courage, action. And yet this week, Joshua, the Lord comes to him and says, I want you to be strong and be courageous and do all the things that you've been told to do. See, a lot of times we want things to change, but we won't put our foot in it. There's a lot of times we want to see God move, and we expect God to move the same way. But yet God never moved the same way for Joshua. He moved for Moses. Uh, Joshua never had to hit a rock to get water. Joshua never, never had to speak to the rock to get the water. Joshua didn't have to have the children every day picking up manna. It's different, but yet God still provided. It's because oftentimes the way of God, it changes for every generation. There is a generation that has to be left in the wilderness so that the children that were born in the wilderness can cross over into their destiny. Brothers and sisters, there's a reason why you are living today now. It's because God wants you to see things that he's doing now. See, I often think about how, said, Lord, if you did it back then, how come you don't do it like that now? It's because in God, everything's new. I was on the way to church today, and uh, my kids asked me, he said, Dad, what, what are you preaching about today? I said, same but different. He goes, what does that mean? <laughs> I said, have you ever thought about it? My kids play piano, and they have a full-size uh, uh, piano or a weighted keyboard at home. I said, does, uh, does the, the, the piano in America, is it different than it is in other countries? They go, no. Is, is the piano by different companies the same? They have the same amount of black keys, the same amount of white keys? Yes. He said, that's true. Then that means that there is the same amount of notes and chords. Then how come every year there's new music? You ever thought about that? How come... You listen to one song that was back in the 90s that moved your heart, but you can't listen to the same song. Man, I'm done with that song. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. How come Pastor Jeremiah can be singing one song that moved you last week or two weeks ago, and then he sings it again and again and again? You're like, oh, man, come on. Is that all the songs you know? Isn't that amazing? That there's billions of people upon this planet, and there are quote-unquote, millions of musicians in the world. And then from there, there are thousands of superstar musicians, but yet they're always singing something new. But yet they are the same notes. It's because we, how come we don't like those songs and we keep asking the people we like, the artists, to sing new songs? They're always coming up. How do you do that? My kids say, Dad, how do you come up with a new sermon every week? I said, it has nothing to do with me. It's all the Holy Spirit. I am just a mouthpiece. I am just available. It is not my ability, but it's my availability. The problem with us sometimes is when we see God tells us certain things, our eyes plays tricks on us, and we go back to our path of how God moved, and we're not willing to move the way God wants us to move. I often think, say, God, why did you have to have the priest put their foot in the water before the water moved? You ever notice that? Have you ever thought about that Moses stood at the edge of the Red Sea 
and he held up his cane, and he's like, open up. And the Bible says that the blast of God's nostrils, the Red Sea moved, and the wall of waters on one side and the other wall, and the children of Israel walked across. But yet when they got to the Jordan, it didn't happen until the priest put his foot in the water. And the minute they put their foot in the water, the Bible says they got in it, and the waters departed, and they're holding the Ark of the Covenant. Why didn't God just tell Joshua, hey, stand up there and pick up your staff and do it the same way? It's because God's method is always changing because his way is not our way, and his thoughts is not our thoughts. Is because everything God does, there is a method to his way. Who would have thought that we would start a church in a restaurant? Staring at a bar. My theology went way out the window when that happened. And I said, God, surely you're not going to be moving. And, you know, uh, are your spirit, the Holy Spirit going to be moving here? I'm looking at a whole wall of spirits. And yet the Holy Spirit came, and I remember, she's not here, but one of our members came and said, Pastor, would you pray? And I laid my hands on her, and we were at a restaurant. She fell. On the dirty floor restaurant. <laughs> She's not here. With her hair and her outfit and everything, she fell. I'm like, I didn't push it, y'all. And people got saved through it. How does that happen? It's because why? We are always dependent on what things God has done in the past, but God is not dependent on that. He's dependent if we are willing to be obedient in what he's doing new. Because, brother and sister, if, if Joshua would have stood there with his staff and say, Jordan part, Jordan part, Jordan part, they'd still be in the wilderness. There's a reason for it. It is because, prophetically speaking, that river Jordan was going to usher in the king of all kings. Because the same Jordan... And that brought them into their future is the same Jordan that Jesus got into the future of his destiny, which was to die for the sins of men. And if he would, if he would, if the priests would have not put their, their, their feet, the priests represented the messenger of God. And that is, the law of God was laid upon them. That's why they carried the ark upon their shoulder. And what that represents that the minute they got into the water, that means it represents the presence of the Lord was in the River Jordan at that moment. Amen. That means uh, if, they, if Joshua wouldn't do that, that means that that water, that moment, that means that in the future, Jesus couldn't have gotten baptized in the water Jordan. Because the moment the priest got into the, 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 the water with the presence of the Lord, the Lord had sanctified that water and that anointing water. And from that place, the birth of the King of Kings into the ministry began. Oh, y'all don't hear me. That's why everything God does has a method. That's why they could not do the same thing in the Red Sea. Because the Red Sea was not where life was going to be. The Red Sea was birthing from the carnal into the future. Now you wonder why Jesus says, Nicodemus came to him in John. He says, Lord, how can a man be born again? What? Oh, you're hearing me now. He says he has to be born of the water and of what? Of the spirit. You know, when 
remember watching my wife give birth. Well, or you know, when you know anything about birth, there are nurses in our congregation. One of the things is the baby is in this sack of water. And when, how do you know when the woman's ready to give birth? She says, honey, yeah, get the car ready because my water just broke. And so when a baby is born, he's actually being born by the Ah, he's being born by the water. That's why when we get water baptized, it's a representation. We are being born again, and we are being birthed into the spirit. And so when the priest stepped down into it, and if it were, Joshua would just stand there and say, Lord, I'm not moving until you do it just like you did with Moses. And God wouldn't have moved. They'd still be stuck in the, in the wilderness. It's because the minute he did that, the presence of the Lord began over that river Jordan. And when that river Jordan separated, it represents that God's people is about to birth into the inheritance that God has. That you no longer are living in the flesh, but now you're living in the spirit. That's why it, your life it could be the same because we serve the same God that never changes, but yet he's different in the method. Stop looking at your past to deal with your future. You know, the old saying, oh, there's people that would say, oh, I wish I had that old-time religion, not me. <laughs> it was great for that time, but I want to go back to 1900s. I don't want to go back to where they had sawdust floors and haystacks for pews. I have allergies. You know what? That was great for that time, but God is doing something different. He is the same God, but he's doing something different. That's why we can't have the same songs every week. It'd be so easy for the worship team to say, oh, God, that three songs, and we'll do it every day for the next, every day for the next 52 weeks of the year. It would make life so easy, and they would be experts at it. Sarah would be so good, she could have her eyes closed and sing and not skip a beat after about the 10th week. The praise team would be singing to themselves because even I wouldn't be here. Can a brother come up with a new song? See, oftentimes we think that, God, I, I want it the same way, but the reality is there is a creativity in you and I that is, that is burning in us that it can never be the same because guess what? God doesn't do anything the same. He made one oak tree with different types of oaks, right? He made it one time. And he said, oh, that's good. The scrub oak, that's good, but now I need a water oak. I need a live oak. See, uh, it, it's the same, but it's a little different. That's why we have St. Augustine grass and Bermuda grass and, and blue grass and, and all these different types of grass. Like, how much grass can you be? But that's the creativity of God. That's why you can have country music and all the songs can be different. That's why you can have all types of movies. It could be, that's why we hear action movies and romance movies, or as us guys would like to say, chick movies. Or we can have 
documentaries, and they're all about different things. God, brothers and sisters, what I'm trying to get at is stop trying to put God in a box and say what he did yesterday, he's going to do today. But what you and I need to do is be strong in our faith and be courageous to stand and be obedient that when God tells you to put your foot in it, you put your foot in it. That when you do, God begins to move. He wasn't moving for Joshua until the priests put their feet into the water. It didn't matter if they all dressed up. They got their priestly garments on. They're standing there. It's nice. It's beautiful. They smell good. They're clean. They got brand new shoes on, brand new uh, hats, everything. They look good. And the people standing there, they could have the ark there standing there. But until they move, oftentimes we think that we need a move of God. But the reality is we need to move. That's why you can't just be strong and you can't just say, I'm, I'm courageous. You still got to do. Isn't that right? Be strong and of courage. Do not be afraid. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. But see, the, the thing is about is, is this. Most of us don't want to go. Most of us don't want to change. Most, most of us are afraid. Most of us are not courageous. We're like, what do people say? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Moses didn't do it like Dad Joshua. Why are you going to get my shoes wet for? You know how people go, you're going to make me get in the water? And, 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 and what if God doesn't work? What if, what if you heard him wrong? I, I hear that. What if God didn't tell you that? We're going to sink, and we got all this nice priestly garment on and all these jewels. It's going to weigh us down. I'm going to drown. <laughs> and I got the Ark of the Covenant, and it's got a gold lid on it. That's really heavy, you know. You see, what happens is we cannot be like that. We have to do what God has said to do. Don't allow what the past has done. Don't allow the greatness of the past to dictate to us to move forward. The problem is sometimes we are strong and sometimes we are courageous. Don't do. It's because we want to do it like Moses did it. He didn't have to get his shoes wet. We got to get our shoes wet. We got to work. We got to do things. And what is amazing to me is when Moses stood there, he just had to lift up the staff and stood in one place. But when God wanted to move for Joshua, he had to get the people moving. Brothers and sisters, the other understanding of this same but different is this. God moved through Moses. Everything was through Moses, wasn't it? When they needed water, he said, hit the rock, right? And then he said, Lord, these people, they need food. Okay, tell them when they wake up in the morning, pick up manna, and they'll be all right. When they needed uh, a meat, they were so tired of manna. You know what ma manna means? It means, what is this? That's what it meant. And he's when they needed meat, he, he brought a bunch of birds to come by. They ate it so much, the Bible said it came out of their nose. Man, that's a lot of meat. It came out of their nose. But this is what's interesting to me. Is God says to Moses, stand and pick up the staff. But when God was ready to part the Jordan, 
He didn't use Moses, or he didn't use Joshua to do it. He used the priest to do it. And you know what that means? It represents the generation that we live in, the time that we live in today. That oftentimes people think that the leader or the pastor of the church got to do everything. He's the man of God and God moves. But God says, in this last day, I will pour out my spirit upon all all flesh. And so the, the priest now became the carrier of the presence of God. That represents you and me because the Bible says that you and I are royal priesthood. And so it's not just about the man or the leader of God, but it's about God's presence. And whoever God's presence is on, he, that's willing to get into the water and willing to touch their feet at the place where God has, God is willing to move for those that has his presence upon them. See, that's why God is the same, but he's different. He's different in his method. He's different because now it's not just coming out of this flesh and using one man, but now God says, I'm going to use the priest. I'm going to use whoever my presence. Because when they had the Ark of the, the uh, Covenant upon their shoulders, you know what that represents? It represented that they had the presence of God in their life. And it wasn't even Joshua. It was the priest that stepped in the water first. Brothers and sisters, you and I are royal priesthood. Don't look at just one person. You know, I had a, a call to, uh, this week. It was very strange. There was a person that supposedly I met many years ago, seven years ago, in a country uh, that I was at. And they said they prayed. I had prayed for them. And they felt the presence. But here they're visiting their parents here. And that their mother is sick. And they were looking for a specific man to pray for their mother. And the man was unavailable, and so they called me to look to see if they, I could give them another number to contact that man. And, and I, I told them, I said, you know what? We believe in the same God, the same God that can heal people of yesterday, can heal people of today. And it doesn't matter. And they were so desperate that they would put their mother on an airline an air flight and have layover and fly to that place so that man can pray for them. And I said, sister, why don't you just save yourself some money? Because the same God that can, say, uh, can do that can, can, can heal your mother over the phone. You know what? You don't need to put your sick mother, an elderly mother, on a plane, and she got to have. And I believe that there are certain men and women that, but why don't you just pray right now? Because the presence of the Lord is everywhere. It's universal. It's for anyone that's willing to believe. Brothers and sisters, I encourage you today, whatever God has for your life, be strong. Be good, courageous, and do. You know, it's not easy sometimes when I come to the church and all the things that I'm doing, and I look and I say, God, why isn't this happening? Why isn't that happening? I'm always asking, Lord, why, why, why? And oftentimes, you, I'm sure most of you say that too. Because, Lord, I've been believing. How come this hasn't happened in this way? But you know what? All we can do is be obedient to what God has given us. And one day, that obedience will pay off because you'll walk into your inheritance. Let us stand. Don't be afraid of different methods. Don't be afraid that God has to use different things. 
Don't be afraid that you have to take a different road that, than you expected. Don't be afraid that, you know, you have to move into another country to fulfill the destiny God has for your life. I'm sure that when I was born, my mother didn't realize that we we're going to end up in America. What? If you ask my mother, Mom, when I was born, did you really think that we're going to be living the rest of our days in a country called America? She could tell you, boy, when you were born, I wasn't even thinking about that. But sometimes God has to take you out of a place. Even though he's the same God, but he had to use a different method so that he could fulfill the destiny of God in your life. And it gets boring sometimes because you live a life. You got to go to work. You got to get up. It's food prep day. I got all my lunches for the week. Honey, did you pay the phone bill? Did you pay the light bill? Did the kids get their lunch? And you know what? Sometimes I can imagine Joshua walking around the wilderness, the, the desert place for 40 years, and he said, God, when am I going to cross into my destiny? And when he got to that place standing there, I have to really get my feet wet. Could you imagine the priest, Joshua? Man, this is overflowing river. It's deep. Do I really have to get my shoes wet? Brother, sister, sometimes you and I, we have to put our foot in. And sometimes God can't move until we move. I don't know what that's, whose sermon this is for today, but if that's you, just take a step towards the altar and say, Lord, that's me. I, 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 need, I need to know that's me. Maybe in the spirit, those that are watching, just take a step. Wherever you are, just take a step and say, God, I'm going to put my foot forward into that place that you have for me. As they sing this song, we're just going to leave the altars open. If you need prayer of healing, we believe in prayer of healing. I've seen so many healing miracles in my life. God still heals. He can still make the lame walk. He still makes the blind see. He can still make the deaf hear. Come, if you need prayer for your